Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I didn't do an intro today, just because I'm not technically sound yet, you know, I don't have the and entry music and all this other jazz so I'm gonna stick to being pretty vanilla uh, as far as the podcast itself not for the content content I'm gonna try to be you know little was it um, Rocky Road maybe we'll see so uh, my friend is coming up on her one-year anniversary on Saturday from losing her husband. Uh, He passed away from cancer. And it's been very difficult for her because it was a very treatable uh, type of cancer and it just did not work out and she wasn't really ready for it but again who is who's ready for death you know so we got to know each other from walking our dogs she had two little dogs and I say had because one of them passed away a couple weeks ago which has been awful Um, but her and I have become very good friends and our, th- our walks have been nothing short than therapeutic. And I would essentially uh, give her advice as best I could, not that I have experience with any close relative passing away or friend, but I found that in... I don't want to say counseling her, but in talking with her, it was very therapeutic for me because as most of you know, I suffer from bipolar and I was having a little bit of a blip on the screen last March, um, end of February, and she was very helpful to me and I told her that. And she's like, what are you talking about? You've been helping me out. You know, how can I be helping you? I said, believe me, you don't realize it, but you have. And folks, that's the truth sometimes that we tend to try to help other people. And in doing so, we end up helping ourselves. And that's a great, great thing to do. And and that's why one of the reasons why, you know, we're called to help each other. I uh, firmly believe that, uh, you know, and I heard a story where there was a, a girl in the office that was struggling with her self-esteem and her worthiness. She was fresh out of college in a big corporate office, big corporate job, and she had a friend of hers that was a veteran in the industry, say, 
find someone that needs help in in exactly what you're looking at and there was a a a younger girl in her condo building that was very shy and she befriended her and they got to talking and the girl loves soccer and it turns out that this girl uh, was a college soccer player so she really helped this girl out and, and gave this girl some great skills and they practiced and this girl really did well on her high school team and it really gave this girl inspiration and she went back to the office to thank the gentleman for doing that and it's not so much a pay it forward but it's it's if we're struggling with anger and impatience talk to someone that's going through the same thing you know it it really uh, makes it worthwhile and you're helping two people yourself and the other person you know and I found that giving out advice is easy at least it's easy to do for for most of us however it's taking the advice that becomes more of a challenge you know maybe we need to look at it as giving is receiving give some advice you'll receive some advice and receiving is giving you know that could be the the case and proper advice uh, is generally not given just once but over a period of time through different ways different examples different um, you know experiences you know you tell someone something about what they're going through and some ways to cope they'll have their antennas up that you know maybe that day the next day the next week whatever have you they find something similar to what you just said that's that's worked you know and it it can't be a, it cannot be a lecture or a preaching session it just it just is, that's not going to resonate you know what i mean think about when you're down do you want someone lecturing you or preaching to you you know it needs to truly be a a conversation with with some anecdotes you know today was day 6 of the facebook challenge and the questions today was the first one what three topics are you most passionate about and i said uh, religion sports and personal development and that can be going out on a on a limb there throwing the religious card out there but uh, I I did and the next question was if you were at a party with a stranger what topic could you talk about for hours and hours and I said okay if this person is a stranger whether it's a woman or a man 
uh, I'm certainly not going to talk about religion right out of the gate. You know what I mean? I think that would be, uh, you know, difficult unless we're on a retreat or something. <laughs> but uh, I would leave the religion out of it for now. Uh, the sports, it would be difficult in the sense that, you know, where's the person from? What do they root for? Are they sport fans at all? You know what I mean? There's a lot of difficulty with that. Which leads me then to personal development. And I can talk about that for definitely for hours on end. But the thing is with personal development, it, it, it's not, it's not um, you know, made for any one particular person. It's made for everybody. It's personal development. You know, and, and with that, you know, if, if you want things to change for the better for you, you know, you must change yourself, according to the late, great Jim Rohn and Earl Schof, his mentor. That, that, folks, does not go bad. It does not sour. Uh, personal development is, is really uh, a great way of opening the door to, to, to someone. As long as you have the right delivery... You know, I mean, if you don't have the right delivery and you kind of botch it up like I do once in a while, you know what I mean? It may not, it may not sit well. Um, but I've, I've found that listening to personal development for at least an hour a day for the past year has really um, set me in the right direction. It, it really has. Uh, and... There's times when I have to take notes and remember to take notes. I'll, I'll speak it into my phone or whatever uh, because it, it's that good. I put it down in my journal, you know, and, and I, I ask all of you to listen to about 15 minutes worth of personal development a day and jot down a few notes so you can refer to it again. Uh, it's amazing the wonders it does. Um, but it's like listening to great jokes. You, know, you, you don't really remember them all, you know what I mean, unless they were written down for you. Uh, that's that's the, the key, so to speak. So I would say that that would be my my go-to. And then the last question was, why are you so passionate about it? And, and I think I just explained that to you. But to reinforce that, uh, it it can be talked about with with anyone, any age, you know, any ethnicity, um, depending on what type of party that I'm at with this stranger. Um, so that's. That's the deal in that respect. My uh, friend Matthew Kelly uh, had mentioned something today, and he said, you know, what's in a name? He said, there can be extreme power in a name. And you know something? There can be, depending on what name you, you use. You know, I think Lincoln is a pretty safe name to use as far as power and strength and 
integrity. Uh, there's an, a name, Trump, that can set people off one way or the other. But nonetheless, there's, there's some power from that name. And how can we call someone, it's, it's how we call someone, can, sig- can signify the relationship. You know, so um, maybe Abraham Lincoln, for example, maybe those close to him in politics were referring to him as Mr. President. Uh, maybe his close friends would refer to him as Abe or Al, A-L, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, there there could have been uh, some, some folks that referred to him as Honest Abe. Yeah, I learned that in first grade in 1979. But that's my point. It, you know, it, it can really signify uh, specific things and when we say the word Jesus you know every knee should bend but again we we had the religious discussion yesterday (laughs) we can move on today Uh, my friend Darren Hardy today uh, had another good one Uh, he basically said Richard Branson's success weapon and it's not what you think. You know, um, Darren says, if you have a weakness, one that is essential to the achievement of your goals, you can't just work on it. You have to attack it. You have to go at it. You know, you can't pitter around. You have to go right at it. You know, we must use our biggest weaknesses at times, anyhow, as our greatest strength. And and that really resonated with me because my mental health used to overpower me. Now it empowers me. You know, and I posted that on Facebook today. But uh, the best part was the story that he shared. There was a young boy, young teenager, who was involved in a car accident and lost his left arm. But the passion for judo, a form of martial arts, always was a a passion that he wanted to um, do. So he took it up, and his sensei uh, trained him and trained him day in and day out, but only with one move. And it was pretty troubling for the youth, but he he persevered, and they signed up for a tournament to enter. And... He asked his sensei, he's like, why haven't I only learned one move? I'm going to get slaughtered in this tournament. He's like, practice this one move and you will be successful. So he did. He continued to practice that one move. 
and the tournament came and the first opponent he easily handled same with the second opponent third opponent was a little bit more difficult and it got more into a strategy session but the boy prevailed and he prevailed all the way into the finals where he was facing a much bigger opponent, much stronger opponent, and uh, a, a much more overwhelming task. Uh, but he was, he was pleased at getting this far. So the match began, and he was timid, and he was somewhat backing away, and he was getting run out of the circle, if you will. And the referee called timeout and says, if you do this again, I'm going to have to forfeit the match. So his sensei called a timeout and took the boy and said, listen, stick to what you know. Learn and lead with that move. And sure enough, the boy went back in there and he did exactly what his sensei said. And the bigger opponent came at him, and the boy moved, used that one move, and was able to knock him down and pin that bigger opponent that was much stronger and much bigger than he was. And he won the tournament. And on their way back from the tournament, the boy and the sensei were speaking, and... They talked about every move that, you know, they defended. And the boy had said, why did I just have this one move? He said, because that one move in judo, if executed properly, the only way to defend it is to grab your left arm. And he had no left arm, you know. And it, it's, it's using your weaknesses as a strength. And I said, man, that is, that is so locked in to me. And that's when I immediately said my mental health, my bipolar, uh, has certainly overpowered me. But now empowers me and that's that was a great message uh, for today and use that one skill but refine it keep practicing it make it better and better and better you know you've heard the saying before that Bruce Lee said I fear the guy that doesn't practice a thousand kicks once, but one kick a thousand times. And, and that is the God's honest truth. So that's our message for today. I thank you for tuning in. I will be coming right back at you again, hopefully tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.